Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This year, we kicked off the year talking about goal setting versus setting New Year resolutions. In the last episode, we talk about how to take the driver's seat of your career in 2021. So today, continuing the theme of having the best year of your life and enabling you to do that, we're going to talk about how to get in the right mindset to be successful. Before we dig in into today's episode, if you haven't subscribed yet to the Leaning Yourself podcast, I really encourage you to do so. Just go to iTunes or Spotify and subscribe. That way you'll get notifications every time there is a new episode. And talking about new episodes, let's dig in into this week's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I personally believe that in order to be successful, we need to be and have the right mindset. Many times when we start talking about success and being successful, the first thing that automatically comes to our minds is the list of all the things that we need to do in order to get there. It becomes a to-do list in order to achieve success. I believe that rather than needing a to-do list, what we need is the right mindset. It all starts with your mindset. Whatever you believe, it's what's going to project and what's going to ultimately happen. And I think that getting into the right mindset is the enabler to really achieve that success that you're looking for this year. However success looks like for you, right? Because while society has imposed a definition of what success means, which typically has to do with possession of something, whether it's money or a title or a house or a car, success has different meanings for different people. And I think the first thing where we need to start is defining what success means to you. If you look at 2021 and you could transport yourself to the end of the year and now you're sitting on December 31st of this year and you look back, what would success mean for you? What is that you want to accomplish by the end of the year that will satisfy your own definition of success? And pay attention how I'm emphasizing your own definition of success. Because many times we just adopt someone else's definition of success into our lives. And then we get there because we work hard and we did that to-do list and we check all the boxes and we arrive to that quote-unquote destination and we feel empty. We feel that 
what we thought getting there was going to give us, we don't have. So on the very first episode of this year, when I talked about setting goals, I talked about having a vision, right? And I think that it's important to visualize yourself by the end of the year, being successful, whatever that means to you, and that's something that you need to define for yourself. But most important is how will you feel if you achieve what you believe success is for you? So I think that that is the very first step. If you really want to be successful, you need to have a clear vision of what success means to you and most important, how you want to feel when you achieve it. Now, let's assume that we all have that definition of success, whether it's for the year or in the long term. And now it comes to, okay, I know exactly what I want to accomplish in order to feel that I'm successful. What do I want in my life or how I want my life to look like in order to feel that I'm successful. And the next thing or the next question that we ask ourselves is, okay, I'm clear. Now, how do I get there? Right? And that's where a lot of times we jump quickly to this to-do list that I was talking about. And I think that is a mistake. I do believe in planning. I do believe in roadmaps. I do believe in setting milestones. I believe in goals. We talked about them uh, a couple of episodes ago. But I think that we need to start with mindset first. If we get in the right mindset, then all those things are going to fall in place. So today, what I want to talk about is what is that mindset that is required in order to be successful? And how can we develop that mindset? So personally, I believe that in order to be successful, we need to embrace a mindset that is growth mindset, that is an abundance mindset, a greatness mindset, and a win-win mindset. So four components. Imagine it like it's a square, right? And we're going to go through the four sizes of that square. And I think they're all equally important. They're all made up that mindset, that successful mindset. And when I look around of people that believe that they've accomplished success, uh, their definition of success and They've got the feeling that we were, they were after when they were pursuing that success. They have these four components or these four mindsets in common. Growth mindset, abundance mindset, greatness mindset, and win-win mindset. So let's talk about growth mindset for a minute. Um, if you haven't read the book Mindset by Carol Dweck, I really, really recommend you to read the book. In her book, she differentiates between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And I want very quickly to go over what the difference is because it's important. It's important to know if we say we want to develop a growth mindset, what exactly is a growth mindset? So I'm going to explain it in terms of a contrast between fixed and growth mindset. So people who have a fixed mindset, I'll start there. 
they believe that um, you're born with a set of skills, a set of um, things that are fixed. They also are people who many times avoid conflict. Um, they tend to give up easily. They believe that effort is unnecessary because we are what we are and we can change it, right? They tend to be defensive and take feedback personal. And when they have setbacks, they blame others and they get discouraged. So if I describe someone with such a mindset, it's hard to picture that that person one day is going to be successful, right? On the other hand, people who have a growth mindset, they believe that skills come from hard work, that they can always be improved. So they're always are open to learn new things. They're always open to grow, to be better today than they were yesterday and be better tomorrow than they are today. They um, embrace challenges and new opportunities to grow and they tend to be persistent and they believe that effort is essential and is a path for mastery. They believe um, in feedback. They actually seek feedback. They feel that feedback is useful, is something that they can learn from and can help to identify areas where they can improve and continue to grow. And when it comes to setbacks, they use that as wake-up calls to work harder next time. They use them to do lessons learned and improve the next time. They actually embrace failure. So now when I describe someone like that, you can see how someone like that is going to be able to achieve success. Because here's the thing, I talked before about a to-do list. And even if I'm the best planner in the world, right, I crush my plan, I have the roadmap, I have identified the milestones, I have smarter goals, I do all the things to get me to where I believe success is for me personally. If I'm someone who avoids challenges, who feels that effort is unnecessary, who gives up when setbacks come their way, I'm not going to make much progress on that to-do list. I'm not going to get far along on my path to success to actually get there. I'm going to give up before I get there. Because let's be realistic. In life, one thing that is guarantee is setbacks and failure and roadblocks and change and all these things that can get us shaken and out of our comfort zone. If I'm not someone who is comfortable getting uncomfortable, if I'm not someone who believes that those setbacks are going to help me improve next time, if I'm someone that doesn't believe that I can become better if I work hard enough, if I persist, if I'm resilient, then I'm going to give up. And that's why I believe that before we get to the point that we develop that to-do list, because that will come. I'm not saying not to have a to-do list. But if you want to be successful, you need to start with your mindset. And you need a growth mindset. 
the best part of this is that um, in this book, Mindset by Carol Dweck, she explains that everyone has both a growth and a fixed mindset. The question is, which one predominates? And she also says that you can develop a growth mindset, right? It's something that can be developed. And we're going to talk about some ways on how to develop that kind of a mindset. Okay, the second side of that mindset square is an abundance mindset. And the contrast of this is a scarcity mindset. A scarcity mindset is the belief that life or success is like a finite pie or cake or pizza, whatever you like best. And that if someone takes a big piece of it, then it leaves less for everybody else. An abundance mindset on the opposite side, on the other hand, is the belief that there's plenty out there for everybody. So why is this important if we want to be successful? Well, if we feel that that pie or that cake or that pizza called success is finite and we see others around us being successful, if let's say that for you success, and this is a bad example because this is a stereotype of our society, but let's say that for you success is that you get a promotion to the next level. And then you see in your team that, let's say that there's a team of four people and two people in your team get promoted before you. If you have a scarcity mindset, you're going to believe, well, why do I keep trying? Why do I stay in this company? There is no way for me to get promoted because so-and-so and so-and-so already got promoted. So there's no room for me to achieve the next level. Right. On the other hand, an abundance mindset would believe, first of all, an, a, someone with an abundance mindset will be happy for those colleagues that get a promotion, right? And will believe, oh, if they could get a promotion, that means that I also can get a promotion. And that person will actually get excited versus defeated. And that person is going to fight even harder for that promotion. So that is the difference between a scarcity and an abundance mindset. And that's why having an abundance mindset is critical if we want to achieve success. Okay, the other side of this square is having a greatness mindset. And I was listening to John Maxwell, um, who is one of my leadership mentors, even though he doesn't know that. But um, I was listening to him talking about greatness. And he talked about the fact that there's three levels of success. There is success, that is how well I have done for myself. The next level is significance, which means how well I have done for myself and others. And then there's greatness, who is, which is how well I have inspired others to do well for themselves and for others. So having a greatness mindset basically is a mindset or a belief that not only you can achieve success, but you can inspire others to achieve success and for them to help 
other people achieve success. And this one, um, I personally really like because when I started my career, the only thing that I could think of was myself. I was very selfish, right? I had goals. I had defined that by 30, I want, by 20, sorry, I lost count of how old. Uh, By 30, I was going to be a manager. And by 35, I was going to be a director. And by 40, I was going to be a vice president. And I was fixed on that. Um, And the only thing that I could think of is how am I going to get to those levels? That was my definition of success when I started my career. And what I have learned along the way is that the times that I really feel, and the key word here is feel, successful, is not so much when I've reached that level. Of course, that is encouraging and it's something that I still pursue. I consider myself to be ambitious professionally in the good sense of the word. But the times what I felt more fulfilled when I felt successful is when I have enabled others to achieve success. So if you want to be successful, not only in terms of what you accomplish, but achieving that feeling that you're looking for, that you're after, that you're chasing, because at the end of the day, when we set goals, we're not after the goal itself. What we are after is how achieving that goal is going to make us feel. So if you really want to feel successful, you need to embrace a greatness mindset. And the last side of that square is a win-win mindset, right? Where every time that we go out in the world to pursue success, we're thinking in terms of win-win. Not thinking in terms win-lose, or thinking, how am I going to have to compromise in order to get to that next milestone? But really thinking win-win, where I can win, but the other person can also win. Where um, I can win, but my team can win. And that, I feel, is necessary if you want to get to success. Okay, so... That is the square of success mindset. If you want to be successful, what you need is a growth mindset, an abundance mindset, a greatness mindset, and a win-win mindset, right? They, you might be telling yourself, okay, Carolina, I get it. Yes, it all makes sense. It's logical. But probably the question that, it's popping up in your mind is how do I develop such a mindset? Like if I currently don't have a growth mindset, an abundance mindset, a greatness mindset, and or a win-win mindset, how can I develop such a mindset? And today I want to share with you a few things. I don't know, we'll go about 15, 16 things, ideas of what can you do to develop that mindset? And what I want to start saying, and and I think probably you already have catch on this when I talked about the growth mindset, is that all these things that I'm going to share with you 
really are things that are habits at the end of the day, meaning are things that you need to be consistent at. It's not like you do these things and you arrive at that mindset and then you don't have to do them anymore, right? When we talk about mindset and we talk about the things that we need to develop that mindset, that means that this is who you need to believe. These are things that need to be intrinsic to who you are if you want to have that mindset. I don't know if that makes sense, but I hope it does. So let's go over some of those things. And I apologize in advance because I think this episode is going to be a little bit longer than the usual, but I hope it's worth it. I hope that you're learning and that you're taking things out of today's episode. So let's dig into how to enable or develop that type of a mindset. The first thing is always stay curious. Curiosity, in my point of view, is a superpower. And staying curious, basically what I mean by it is that you have the desire to learn and know about anything, including yourself. So you're constantly looking for opportunities to learn something new. And I believe that you can learn something new every day. And just a couple of things that you can do to stay curious. The first thing, which might come across as very obvious, is ask questions, especially why questions. Trying to understand the why of things or the how things are done is going to keep you curious. You want to learn more. And it becomes almost like a nonstop feeling or necessity to learn more. The second thing that you can do is to identify a new skill that you want to develop and focus on learning that skill. And the third thing that I think is very helpful to stay curious, especially when you want to learn more about yourself, is seek for feedback. Ask for feedback. And I think in the previous episode, when we talk about taking the driver's seat of your career, Scott share in the context of personal brand, but I think feedback applies the same way, that when you seek for that feedback, you really need to listen to the feedback. And when I mean that is really listen and not be thinking about the excuses on why that feedback is wrong. So really encourage you to go back to the previous episode and listen to that piece um, because I think Scott really nailed it when he talked about this. Okay, the second thing is be grateful. And yes, I always have to talk about gratitude because I believe gratitude is one of those keystone habits that have a ripple effect in everything in our lives. And I'm not going to go into gratitude today, but if you want to learn more about it, I really recommend that you listen to episode 43 of this podcast on why we need to be grateful. And I talked about ways to be grateful. The third thing is you need to watch your language. I think that the most important conversation that we have 
is the one that we have with ourselves. The stories that you tell yourself and the language that you use when you're talking to yourself and also to others have a direct impact to your mindset. So let me give you a few examples. If you say, I might be successful versus I am successful or I will be successful, is very different, right? In one, you leave room for I might fail. On the other one, you're telling yourself that you are successful and you're going to be successful and there is no plan B. Another example is telling yourself, I'm failing. I'm failing at this thing that I'm doing versus I'm learning. Because I think that you either are winning or you're learning. So tell yourself next time that you fall, um, because I think there's a difference between falling and failing, right? I think you only fail when you give up. But let's say that you fall in that path to success, And when you fall, instead of telling yourself, I'm failing, tell yourself, I'm learning. Another thing that can be very helpful with your language is if you catch yourself saying things like, I can't do this. I'm not making progress. I'm not good enough. Add at the end of those sentences, I get I can't do this yet. I can't be successful yet. And that automatically changes the perspective and it's influencing and fueling your mindset. You're now talking in a growth mindset. The next thing is build your self-confidence. I'm not going to go deeper into this because I did a podcast episode where I went um, deeper into this topic. So if you want to learn more about how to build your self-confidence, I really encourage that you go back to episode 14 of this podcast, 1-4, where I talk about the power of self-confidence. And I share some tips and tricks on how to develop your self-confidence. Number five, challenge your limiting beliefs. Many times we are the only thing holding us back, slowing us down, or even stopping us from achieving success. This comes from or is rooted in our limiting beliefs, which are the things that we believe are truths in our lives, the things that we think we are capable or not capable of. Our limiting beliefs drive us to accept things without challenging them. Let me give you an example. One of my long-term goals is to publish, not only write, but publish a personal development and leadership book. I've attempted to start this book three times, and I feel pretty confident on the content that I want to put in that book. But the limiting belief that is holding me back from making progress is the limiting belief that English is not my first language and therefore I'm not capable of writing a book that is worthy of being published. 
you know, limiting beliefs are things, are thoughts that come to us early in our lives through society, through religion, through family, through school, through different sources. Ask yourself, what are your limiting beliefs? Where do they come from? You know, where they are rooted. And then question if they're still true and relevant today for you. You know, English is always going to be my second language. I'm never probably going to be as fluent as I am in Spanish. But here's the thing. 20 years ago, I couldn't have a conversation in English. Every year, I've become better, more confident in speaking in English, writing in English, to the point that I had the courage to start this podcast And I was able at that time to overcome this limiting belief that now is coming back to haunt me. You have the opportunity to reframe your limiting belief into an empowering belief. And for me, that looks like if I've been capable of improving my English over the years, if I focus on it, I'm only going to keep improving it to the point that is, worthy of me writing a book and publishing that book. Does that make sense? So um, that was number five. Number six, define who you need to become and show up as that person. We talked about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And in a fixed mindset, People believe that they are born a certain way and they can change, right? We're trying to develop a growth mindset. In order to do that, one thing that for me is very helpful all the time is to visualize what is the type of person that I need to become in order to achieve my goal. So I'll keep with the example of my book. If I want to publish a personal development and leadership book, I need to ask myself, who do I need to be or who is the person that will be capable of writing that book? And the answer is a writer. And then I need to ask myself, okay, how does a writer show up every day? What are the habits that this person has that have enabled him or her to become a writer? that are the essence of him or her being a writer. And I need to start showing up as that person. And probably that means writing a paragraph every day or taking a grammar course or writing my blog or reading more, whatever that looks like, right? And it all ties to what is your vision of success and then you answering for yourself that question or of who do you need to become. And then just starting to show up as that person every day. Number seven is stay positive. If we want to develop this growth, abundance, greatness, and win-win mindset, we need to stay positive. There's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be setbacks. There's always going to be roadblocks. Instead of 
allowing all of those things to stop us, we need to stay positive and look at the positives in every situation. Look at every one of those roadblocks, every one of those setbacks as opportunities for learning and becoming better and growing. And when we get in the habit of looking at every situation, even if in the surface looks as a negative, challenging situation from an angle of what is the positive side of this? Because there's always going to be a positive side in every situation. When you get in the habit of identifying the positive side in every situation and looking at it as a learning opportunity, you're on your way to developing the mindset that you need to be successful. The next thing is you need to prepare yourself. We talked about staying curious and preparing yourself is always thinking two steps ahead and working on what is required for you two steps ahead. Always starting to look at, okay, here's where I am. That's where I'm going. In order to move a step, this is what I need to do. But what is required to move two steps beyond that? And start to working on that. What are the skills that I'm going to need? What is the knowledge that I'm going to need? What are the competencies that I'm going to need? And I'm working on those today. And I'm preparing myself for what is coming. I'm doing my to-do list today, but I'm not only focused on the things in that to-do list. I'm focused on preparing myself for what is to come. Number nine, think in terms of possibilities. I kind of touch on this one a little bit, but basically when I'm, what I'm referring to here is to view challenges as opportunities. I personally believe that when one door closes, another opens. When we are in the middle of a challenging situation, it's easy to give up because we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? We think we're stuck and we don't see a way out. Typically, we find meaning in those hardships and those challenges once we get past them and we look backwards and then we find the meaning on those challenges. But when you are in the middle of the challenge, it's difficult to find the meaning. The only thing that you're seeing is the challenge itself. And kind of feeling that your hands are tied, that you can get out of that situation, that, as I said, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But if you think in terms of possibilities, meaning every time that you are in, a, in the middle of a challenging situation, think about... What might be the possibilities here? What opportunities may come in the future out of this challenge that I'm in today? And when we think in terms of possibilities, basically what we're doing is that we are creating options for ourselves, right? And that is pushing us to think and adopt a growth mindset and an abundance mindset, right? Because there is enough for everyone. There is room for me to be successful, not only for everybody else around me. And not only gives us options, but it allows us to persevere. Because when you're in the middle of a challenge and you get stuck in the challenge and you don't see that light at the end of the tunnel, it's easy to give up. 
But if you think in terms of the possibilities that come come after this challenging situation, that gives you the perseverance and the resilience to keep going, to keep pushing, to keep working hard, because you know that at the end of it, you're going to come out stronger and better. And it also sparks creativity. When you think in terms of possibilities, all of a sudden, you're cultivating your own creativity. Number 10, develop or cultivate grit. I hesitated when I said the word develop because to be honest, I don't know how to develop grit. But I think that you can cultivate grit. So what is grit? Grit is passion and perseverance for long-term goals. Grit is not how talented you are. It's not how lucky you are. Um, It's not how bad you want something. Grit is that passion and that perseverance to achieve your long-term goals. And when you cultivate grit, you're cultivating a growth mindset and you're cultivating an abundance mindset and you're thinking win-win and you're cultivating a greatness mindset, right? So I don't have a recipe on how to cultivate grit. I've been on the hunt for books on this topic because I'm really curious about how to cultivate grit. So watch out because this will be a future episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Okay, moving on to number 11. Acknowledge and embrace failure. Failure is the price of entry for success. We are either winning or we are learning. I said this before. We only fail really when we give up. So to change our perspective and mindset around failure, my best advice is to go, to take the risk, to fail, to make mistakes, and then reflect afterwards on what you've learned from that quote-unquote failure. I'm not going to go into this topic in detail because I did a full episode on failure. So if you want to learn more about failure and how to change your perspective of failure and some tips on how to see failure as just that part of the journey, I recommend that you listen to episode number five of this podcast. It's called A Different Perspective on Failure. Okay, number 12. We're almost there. Stop seeking approval. Again, this is not a topic that we're going to go a lot in detail because I just share an episode, episode 45, where I talk about stop caring about what other people think. Many times we let that stop us from making progress. We let that push us into the fixed mindset. And instead, I think what we need to do is to make that shift in our minds to stop caring about what other people think. And as you will listen in that episode, if you haven't listened it yet, I'm not saying that you don't listen at all. I do believe in the power of feedback. 
In fact, I told you that a growth mindset, one of the characteristics is that it's constantly looking for feedback. But I think that you need to be very careful in differentiating feedback and listening and caring for everything that everyone says. When you seek for feedback, you need to be very specific as to who you reach out for feedback. And those should be people that you trust, right? Not strangers in the internet. Because I hear this all the time when people share something and they get comments that at the time are hurtful and they interiorize those comments. And when you think about it, those comments are coming from people that you don't even know, that you've never met, that they don't know you. So stop seeking for the approval and stop caring for what other people say or think, but focus more on what you want and in pursuing your passions, in pursuing your purpose, and along the way, seeking feedback from people that you trust so it helps you to keep cultivating that growth mindset. Number 13, fall in love with the journey versus the destination. I hear this all the time, and I talked about this on the episode about goal setting. We get obsessed and fixated with the goal, with the destination. And many times we are miserable along the way to get to that destination, only to get there and not feel any different. And we arrive there, and even if we feel excited because we finally accomplished that thing that we wanted to accomplish, that excitement lasts a day, a week, a month, and then it's gone. But we spent years in the making to get there. So I think that if you want to really embrace that square of mindset for success, right, if you want to cultivate that growth, abundance, greatness, and win-win mindset, you need to fall in love with the process, with the journey, with the things that you're doing day in and day out to take you closer to your goal. Number 14, emphasize growth over results. This goes hand by hand with the last one, right? Many times we get fixated on the goal, but we forget about the growth that happens as we are in that journey. I'll tell you for me personally, I'll give you an example. Launching this podcast and reaching 10,000 listens was my first big goal with this podcast. And I reached that point. And I was excited because I hit the, the goal. And for months, as I was getting close to the 10,000, That was the only thing that I could think of. How am I going to get there? And I was fixated with that number. And then as I explained a minute ago, I got there and I celebrated. And the next day, I didn't felt any different. And then I stopped to reflect. And what really excited me wasn't hitting the 10,000 listens, It was how much I have grown 
in the last year and a few months. It took me over a year to get there. And then the excitement lasts a few minutes. But really what excited me most and the reason why I stopped getting fixated with the number is really what I was after was the feeling of getting better, the feeling that I'm making progress, the feeling that I'm making an impact, and that I don't achieve by a number of people that listen to the podcast. I achieve that by showing up as the best version of myself every day, by trying to get better every day. That feeling that I'm growing, that feeling that I'm getting better, that is what excites me. Okay, number 15, almost there, celebrate wins, yours and others. We hear about celebrating wins all the time. You need to celebrate your wins. You need to be proud of your accomplishments. And I'm totally on board on that train. I truly believe that we need to celebrate our wins. We need to focus on our accomplishments because many times our human nature is to focus on the mistakes, the areas that we can improve, the opportunities for development versus our accomplishments, our wins, the impact that we've made. And it's important that we always start by celebrating wins and then look at how can I I grow from here to the next step? How can I improve further? But if you want to develop this rounded mindset, especially that abundance mindset that we talked about at the beginning, it's important that not only you celebrate your wins, but you celebrate other people's wins. And at the beginning, if you have a scarcity mindset, you're going to have to fake it until you get in the habit of truthfully celebrating other people's wins. Why do I say that? Because if today you have a scarcity mindset, every time that someone around you wins, that means that you're losing. Or that means that there's no opportunity for you to get to where you want to go because someone else already took that piece of the pie or that piece of the pizza. That is why celebrating wins is so critical. By celebrating not only your wins, but the wins of others around you, you're going to be cultivating that growth, abundance, greatness, and win-win mindset, all four of them. Number 16, apply the 1% rule. I learned about the 1% rule in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is one of my all-time favorite books. If you ask me right now, what are your top three books for personal development? This one will be part of those top three, probably just following the seven habits of highly effective people. You can see a theme there, but back to the topic, the 1% rule. Basically what it is, is that every day you strive to be 1% better than the day before. And A 1% difference is almost imperceptible. You're not going to be able to tell the difference from day one to day two. The secret with the 1% rule is that over time, it generates a compound effect. And at the end of the year, after 365 
days, you will be 37 times better than when you started at the beginning of the year. Just imagine if, think about whatever it is that you're focusing on. Just imagine that at the end of 2021, you're 37 times better at it than what you are today. Isn't that amazing? Okay, those are my tips. I'm done now. I know this was a little bit longer than usual. I hope that you really found this episode helpful. You can see how a lot of the things that we've been talking all along in the episodes, both in season one and season two of this podcast, are all zooming up to today's episode of the things that are going to allow us to be successful. And that is, once again, the mindset that we adopt. Getting to success is not about a to-do list. It's about a mindset, a growth, an abundance, a greatness, and a win-win mindset. I hope that you liked today's episode. If you did, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new podcast episode. And please share this episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.